Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Christmas Eve. I am Andrew Hansen, alongside Shane Caldwell, and this is the Week 16 Main Slate show for the running backs. So happy holidays to everybody out there. We're going to uh, get you geared up for uh, this Week 16 Main Slate, and uh, it's time for running backs, Shane. So uh, are you ready to get after it? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for the running backs. This is the time of year, you know, getting into the December months uh, towards the end that the running backs are really important as teams are worn down and teams really try to pound them and get ready for the playoffs in the running game. Absolutely. So if you're going to pay up here, where are you looking first? Yeah, we uh, we can go back to uh, Nick Chubb and that excellent, uh, excellent run scheme, run blocking for the Cleveland Browns that we've been on all, all year here. Uh, going up against the New York Jets. New York Jets have been uh, middle of the pack, decent against uh, the run this this year, um, but uh, they haven't faced that many Cleveland Browns, you know, that often. So Cleveland Browns are awesome at running the ball. They got two great running backs, and Nick Chubb, one of the most explosive running backs. You know, he's averaging almost six yards per carry, um, and they have great run blocking, great scheme there. And it doesn't hurt that the Jets' uh, star defensive tackle, Quinnen Williams, is out. He's on IR, so he's going to be out this week, so that's that's good news. Uh, the Browns' offensive line is also kind of banged up, but I think overall they're going to be really solid against this. Without Quinnen Williams anchoring that middle, the Jets are going to be more vulnerable here, and they're pretty weak at linebacker too. So he'll get to the second level and definitely eat in this game. It's a great game script too when the uh, when the Cleveland Browns are, are you know favored by this much. They're a 29 uh, implied total in 10 point favorites on the road on a 48 over under. So when you're talking about that type of game script in the winter months outdoors, this is a Nick Chubb type of game. Baker Mayfield's looked good. That just means they're going to they're going to be able to move the ball more to get into that goal line situation so Nick Chubb can just get more touchdowns. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> so so I think Nick Chubb is a guy you can pay up for here. He is very expensive this week, but I think he is the number one target and he's worth paying up for in in actually what's shaping up to be a pretty good matchup and a great running game and a great great game environment game script for him. I mean, most games are good situations for Chubb. The guy is just amazing. Right around yeah. six yards of carry all season. Man, he is impressive. Yeah. Uh, how about this guy who's been talk about impressive? David Montgomery for the last four weeks, he's been over twenty-seven DraftKings points every single week. Yeah. You know, and and now he gets Jacksonville. They're thirtieth against the run this season. Uh, so the only problems here are that he's finally priced up. He's seventy-seven hundred on DraftKings, and. You know, we talked about it on the quarterback show and the wide receiver tight end podcast. So make sure you check those out um, if you haven't already. But, you know, it's the situation where the Bears can probably do whatever they want. It's a dealer's choice. So if they end up getting some touchdowns through the air and Trubisky finally has his ceiling game, then maybe Montgomery doesn't have a ceiling game. You know, that could easily happen. So it's it's a bit of a risk, I think. But on paper, awesome matchup. And he's been crushing it lately. Yeah, absolutely. No, he's been really impressive, and it seems like their offensive line has been blocking a lot better and really allowing his his space to get through those holes and explode through the hole there. And he's yeah, he's been been running with power and speed consistently. So definitely good 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 situation here. Um, so I'm going to go to more of a GPP contrarian play. This is a, a guy that who's been really good of late. He's in a great running offense, um, but he's in a brutal matchup this week, and that's going to be Jonathan Taylor. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts do need to win this game as well, uh, you know, to make sure that they they stay uh, in the in the playoff hunt here. 
Um, so they're, they're, they still have a chance, I think, to win their division as well. So, but they definitely uh, obviously need to win this game. They're going against Pittsburgh, really tough matchup, but, uh, the Colts are really good at run blocking. Their offensive line's finally gelling and opening up holes. And the Pittsburgh defense is trending down, even though on paper they look like the absolute most brutal matchup. Pittsburgh's has lost some key players, including two of their starting middle linebackers. They're down to third third string middle linebacker. So they're weak at the linebacker position. They're weak on the edges after uh, after they lost their uh, their starter there on the on the edge. So that means this offensive line for Indianapolis is going to be able to open up some holes and let Jonathan Taylor get into the second level here. So I like Jonathan Taylor this week um, as a contrarian GPP play. And the reason why is the way this is shaping up, some of these running backs we're talking about are going to be super high owned and very chalky. And if you're trying to actually set yourself apart, you have to consider ownership. I mean, obviously, there's a reason why guys like David Montgomery are super high owned, but you got to consider ownership. And then let's say Jonathan Taylor has a surprise game. Um, as we know right now, there can be surprises against the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, after going undefeated, they've been disappointing. So it's not like this would be the shock if Giovanni Bernard had a decent game against him. And let me tell you, the Cincinnati offensive line is really bad. Uh, one of the worst compared to Indianapolis offensive line. So that's what I'm looking at here. If you just look at the matchups, yeah, Pittsburgh's been good. But I think because of the situation with the way these teams are trending and what they want to do, um, I don't think you want to drop back uh, Phillip Rivers in the passing game against Pittsburgh. They still have a decent pass rush. So I think the way you beat them is run the ball, and I think they will grind it out, and Jonathan Taylor can get over 20 carries and actually get there in this matchup here. And you're going to get them at lower ownership because, like most people, they're going to be scared of that matchup against the second-best run run defense in the league here. So so it's Jonathan Taylor week again. I know you, you think <laughs> it's I'm always crazy for this. Jonathan Taylor week. It, it, it always is. House. Yeah, yeah. No, especially I, especially now it is. Yeah, now that he's I'll actually get, getting the workload. Yeah, I'll give you props because you know that's that's how you go hard with a GPP play and, and back it up. I mean, that's the definition of a GPP play. So we should probably clip that little segment and save it and uh, use it as a tutorial for this is this is the mindset of a GPP play because uh, I'm I would be a little nervous to play him. I probably won't this week. But it's it is if it works out, then that's how you really can set yourself apart. Because if the other guys don't smash, like we just talked about, if Montgomery doesn't have another twenty-seven point fantasy day, and he's got thirty percent ownership, and you get Taylor at six percent, and he goes off, you know you're in a good spot. So a couple things have to go right, um, but certainly possible with uh, the talent that he has and the offensive line, uh, like you said. So. Uh, next guy for me in this uh, upper tier is Austin Eckler, seventy six hundred on DraftKings. I like that price for a guy who catches so many balls, and he was a little bit banged up against Las Vegas last week. So, as, assuming he's healthy and ready to go, he's got Denver, and they're twenty eighth against running backs in terms of rushing yardage allowed. Uh, we, we've talked about their pass defense being weak here in terms of injuries. As well, so I, I like Eckler in one of these situations where he'll get it in his hands, you know, 20 times, and he will uh, have a terrific fantasy day. Yeah, Denver's been weak against the run lately too, and plus he can get him in the pass game, so that's a good situation if Eckler's healthy for sure. Um, yeah, let's go over to uh, to Dallas and look at uh, the visiting team there, the Philadelphia Eagles, who 
I'm high on again. You know, I was high on them earlier in the year. Then I then I realized they were really bad. Now all of a sudden Jalen Hurts transformed that offense. And I like Miles Sanders this week. And I'm not the only one. I'm I'm hearing a lot of chatter in the fantasy world about Miles Sanders against Dallas. Dallas has gave up huge production to running backs all year. And Miles Sanders is finally clicking, getting the volume. The offense is finally moving and, and actually using him and actually giving him touches here, um, getting him a little bit involved in the passing game here and there as well. So I lo- love Miles Sanders this week against Dallas. Uh, Philly needs to win this game if they want to have an outside still have an outside chance at, at winning the division. Pretty pretty outside chance, so pretty unlikely. But either way, even if they're completely eliminated, they want to beat the Dallas Cowboys. This is a division rival. The teams don't like each other. And uh, Philly's kind of trending in the in the right direction here. You know, even though they lost last week, it just when Jalen Hurts, they look completely different. Uh, so I think uh, I think Miles Sanders in a great spot here. He's reasonably priced, 7,300 on FanDuel, 7,000 on uh, DraftKings. And it looks like a spot where you can really blow up here with this uh, improved Philadelphia offense. Definitely. Great spot for, for Miles Sanders. Uh, if you want to save a little money, the next guy that I'm going to look at is David Johnson. And he's got Cincinnati, 26th against the run uh, this season. And Johnson finally got back in the groove. Uh, you know, he didn't run it too much against Indianapolis, but he caught 11 balls for 106. And so he's just one of those talented players that uh, Watson and the offense can turn to and, and utilize. I don't expect him to get 11 catches again, but if he gets 18 to 20 touches again against Cincinnati, uh, then he should easily pay off that price tag. Awesome. Uh, yeah, and I'm going to go to another player that should be a little bit lower owned here. I'm going to take a look at uh, Melvin Gordon. You know, I think when Melvin Gordon's been healthy, he's looked pretty good. He looks like the the bell cow running back for that team there. He's getting, getting, getting quite a bit of production, and he's starting to get involved more in the passing game as well. Um, so he's going against the L.A. Chargers. Uh, they've been, you know, they're, they're not great against the run. They're, you know, they're decent, but I think that the Denver offensive line has been solid this year in terms of their run blocking and pass protection. So uh, last week against Buffalo, he, uh, Melvin Gordon got in the end zone twice, 11 carries, 62, 61 yards and two touchdowns. But I like how the last couple of weeks he had three targets two weeks ago and then four targets and caught all the passes. So he's starting to get involved in the passing game as well. Yeah. And he looks explosive. The offensive line, you know, looks good. Um, they got to try to move the ball somehow. I mean, I said, I think Denver, I think this Denver LA Chargers game could be a sneaky shootout. You know, it's a 49 over under, uh, you know, in Denver's, you know, on the road, they're, they're, they are uh, three point underdogs, but Melvin Gordon looks like a good play to me. If you want something that's a little bit, someone's a little cheaper, he's 6,400 on FanDuel, 5,600 on uh, DraftKings. And I think you'll get him at pretty low ownership and he has pretty decent upside upside in this matchup. All right. Last guy for me, Shane. Uh, under 5K, you could get Gio Bernard, and he's in that other side of the matchup I just talked about uh, against Houston, and they're bad against the run, too. 31st on the season in rushing yards allowed. He had 26 touches last week against Pittsburgh, and he didn't do great in terms of, in terms of yards per carry, but he was the focal point of the offense, got in the end zone twice, and if he can get in the end zone twice against Pittsburgh, then he certainly can against Houston. So, uh, Giovanni Bernard gives you a chance to get a running back under 5000 and pay up for some of these higher-priced guys at the other positions that we've been talking about. Awesome. Excellent. So uh, in terms of those other positions, if you haven't uh, seen those podcasts or heard them, make sure to check out the quarterback show 
and then the wide receiver tight end show. Because what we're going to do here for the next couple of days is build a lineup for you, uh, for our members, so that you can enjoy the holidays and take it easy and not worry about the research and, and grinding. We're going to do that for you. So if you're not a member already, uh, we'd love to have you. There's there's two ways to jump in and get our lineups. Uh, just go to our website, dfscoachtalk.com, if you want the DFS membership. If you want to add the sports betting option with $149 of, of free value, then uh, take advantage of the offer from betus.com.pa. Use that promo code COACHTALK. All the details right there at the bottom of the screen here on the YouTube podcasts. Um, if you, ha- if you have any questions, you can find us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. You can find Shane at DET Sports Shane. I am at Language Olympic. The coach is at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. So that's the crew. We really appreciate your support here. Um, and we hope that everybody has a great holiday weekend. So uh, thank you for tuning in. On behalf of Shane Caldwell and the rest of the DFS Coach Talk team, I am Andrew Hansen, and we'll see you next time as we look to crush it in DFS.